Welcome to Season 2 of Awesome, the podcast where we talk about everything from faith, health, setting goals, and basically anything that is awesome. In this season, we are diving into the Book of Romans, so grab your Bible and let's begin. Hello guys, welcome back. I am so glad that you are here today. Um, We are in Romans 10 today, which means after this, we only have six more chapters to go through. Um, That's been crazy. The season has been amazing and I've loved it. It's definitely made me fall back in love with podcasting and um, taking, kind of finding what I want to do with this podcast. Um, I definitely have liked this season way better than the first season because I feel like the first season was just everything thrown together very quickly because I just kind of launched it and went with the flow. But um, I really like how I've been doing this season. So we'll see if that continues or if I change it up in my next season. Um, But we'll definitely talk about that more in the last episode. So today, like I said, we're going to be in Romans 10. And guys, be prepared. We have a lot to talk about today. I know last week's episode was kind of short, but I promise this week is going to be way longer and we're going to be learning a lot of good lessons. Stuff that I really needed to hear when I read this. Um, Just some stuff that needed to be brought up and needed to be brought to my attention. So I hope it is helpful for you guys. Um, here's my little disclaimer that I put before every single episode, and that is if you have not listened to the first nine episodes, I highly, highly recommend listening to them in order. Um, I just found out like a couple weeks ago that if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, there's a way to do, usually the episodes are like the most recent one is the one that's going to play next, but if you want to listen to them in order... There is like a setting, you can go into your settings on Apple Podcast, and there is a little feature where you can do it where it plays them in order. Um, I do that. I listen to Passion City's daily podcast. I upload like less than 10 minute episode every day, um, and I wanted to listen to them in order, so that's what I did, and it's super, super convenient. Um, so I would suggest doing that, making it easier if you need to catch up. Um, Also, if you have not read the chapter yet, I highly suggest doing that at some point. Um, You can either pause this episode real quick if you're not like driving or whatever and read it quick and journal about it. There's four questions in the show notes below that are really good for um, reflecting on what you just read. So make sure at some point you read the chapter and answer those four questions just so then you can get kind of your perspective out of it because this is mine and everyone can get something different out of a chapter in the Bible. So that's it for my little intro. So let's get right into talking about Romans 10. Okay, guys, I hope you are as pumped as I am to be talking about Romans 10 today because there is a lot of stuff that we need to unpack in this chapter because Paul tells Israel a lot of stuff, which is also him like kind of telling us stuff too. Anyways, today we're going to be talking a lot about praying for other people and praying for them to be saved and all that. And we're also going to be talking about continuing to spread the gospel because I feel like that is super important, especially this year and just any time. But before we do that, I kind of want to review where we left off 
last week because um, chapter 9 kind of rolls right into chapter 10. So if you guys don't remember, basically in chapter 9, Paul ends by telling the people of Israel that they have been trying to become righteous to God in the wrong way. So Israel was really, really, really focused on the law of God and following that and kind of almost worshiping the law and punishing the people who weren't following it. And they weren't spending any actual time with God. So that can be very confusing for people. So if you kind of want more in depth of that, go listen to last week's episode. But um, what we're going to focus on now is how he's telling them that by just focusing on the law, you're trying to become righteous in the wrong way. And that's not going to work. So Paul sees what is happening in, in Israel and he understands it. And it breaks his heart like we learned last week. But that doesn't stop him. Paul confesses to Israel that he actually has been praying for them to be saved. He sees what's happening and it breaks his heart and he doesn't want that to continue. So he actually turns to God. He could be so angry at Israel, like they're God's chosen people. But instead, he just turns to God and leaves it in God's hand and just continues to pray for Israel and pray for them to be saved and all this. I think that is amazing. And I think that is the first huge lesson we can take away from Paul in this chapter. Because I feel like when someone does something mean to us or makes us angry or something bad happens, I think it's very easy to like turn a blind eye to that person and try to ignore them and not really care about them and all this stuff. But that's not what Paul does. And that's not what God wants us to do. God wants us to pray for those people and we want literally the we will learn later on in Romans that all of God's commandments can be summarized into loving everybody. Um, in my youth group, we did a whole lesson last year at the beginning of the year about loving people and just how to do that and how that's one of the biggest things we need to do as Christians. And that means praying for people to be saved also. So this can be very hard for people. It was very hard for me. It's still hard for me to pray for other people. I feel like when I pray, sometimes I can be selfish and just ask for stuff for me and just pray about myself and um, wanting God to do all this stuff for me that when I get done with praying, I realize I talked about myself the entire time. There was not one little phrase that came out of my prayer today. Um, that was about someone else. And that can make me super upset. And I think we need to be more aware of that. And I have a little technique for you guys to use. Um, after planning this episode, I actually spent time going through this prayer. And it can be really hard when you first start it. Um, I used to do this. This is like the first way I got into prayer was this little technique. Um, and it's super hard right when you start. I will not lie. But if you continue to do it and just be very um, conscious of what you're praying about, it can really make a difference. So, basically, there's five little steps for this prayer. And you're going to start big and go small. You can go small and go big, but I think it's very cool to go big and, like, go to small. Because um, it really makes you, like, when you get to the last step, which is like your family and friends, um, it makes you more aware of what's going on. And I actually like did some research of like some news articles and stuff because I just feel like I've been trying to avoid the news because there's a lot of negative stuff going on 
in this world, but um, I think it's good to spend some time and just kind of look up um, some things that are going on in the world and even just watching the news for a little bit and then praying about the stuff you read on the news is a very, very important and very good to help um, in your prayer life. So, on to the praying or the prayer uh, little method. So, you're first going to start with praying for the world. So, I'm going to actually turn to where I did this prayer. Um, so, when I did this, let me find it. Okay. When I prayed for the world, I literally just asked God to watch over the world right now. Um, I told him that I just feel like we really need him in the world. And he had, um, I feel like a lot of, he's been absent in the world. He obviously, like, He's working, but it just don't see him in the world. And I feel like a lot of people have turned kind of a blind eye to God. So um, we just need him to do something and to show people that he's still here and he's still working. Um, I just prayed um, for the, the pandemic and for COVID and everyone suffering from it. Um, people's mental health is super down right now. Um, so I just prayed that God would touch those people that are really struggling with their mental health if they have to quarantine or they can't be um, with friends and family. And like my mom works at a nursing home and those people haven't been able to see their family for months and months and it's awful. Um, I have a grandma in a nursing home right now and I haven't been able to see her all year. Um, and it's been, she's struggling. A lot of people in nursing homes and assisted livings are struggling. So I think that's something really good to pray about. Um, and just like I said, watching the news and just figuring out what's going on in our world and then praying about it and asking God to be present and all that. So then after praying for the world, then you're going to go and pray for your specific country. So when I did this, um, I kind of just said the same stuff. Um, and then I prayed for the presidential election because that happened at the beginning of this month and there was just lots of negativity and um, fear and worry and stress that came with that. Um, and so I just prayed that it would be a smooth transition and people would kind of put their differences aside for the better of the world. Um, I think it's good to have opinions, but sometimes we need to put them aside because there's nothing we can really do about it at this point. Um, and then I told, this was something that just kind of came to me while I was praying and I asked God to show the world that, yes, we have a president and, all that, but God is the only true authority and leader in this life, and I think people need to realize that more. Okay, so then after praying for your country, then you're going to pray for your state. Um, I don't know what I prayed. Oh, um, I just prayed for all the nursing homes in my state and um, for farmers because I live in Iowa, so it's more of an agricultural like state. So I just prayed that like the farmers um, had a good harvest this year and that um, they get to spend some time with their family during the holidays. Everyone would have a happy holiday. Just whatever's going on in your state. Um, just do some research and figure out what your state needs. And then um, four and five kind of go together. And there four is your community or your town. And then five is like your friends and your family. So for me, since I live in a small town, that's basically like they're all the same people. But um, 
I feel like this is where you can get really personal because you know these you know these people actually and you see them and you have a relationship with them. So even just um sometimes I will put on my Instagram story or I will just message some random friends that I haven't talked to in a while to be like, "Hey, I'm here. Do you need me to pray about something? Like, do you need to talk? Like, is there anything you want me to pray about?" Um, even if it's not even about you, but it's about someone in your life. Um, I think it's really good to just reach out to people and ask them what they need. Um, we actually did that in youth group one year. We all got put with a partner and every day we had to message each other and ask each other how our day was and then ask what they needed us to pray about. And then we were supposed to pray about that. And that is how I became really close to this, um, girl in my youth group. And we're like super good friends now. So that is a very good way to kind of start a conversation even then you can talk about the gospel with them if they're or invite them to church or anything like that so that's a good prayer method to um help praying for people to be saved and just praying for other people besides yourself because like I said earlier it can be super easy just to pray for yourself because you know what you need and you know what you're struggling for but I think we need to do some more work in um reaching out to other people and asking them what they are struggling with So, going back to Romans 10, um, you can tell by the way Paul writes, he is eager for everyone to be saved. And if you read Romans 10, you can just, he talks about um, what it feels like to be saved and the difference it makes in your life. And if you guys don't remember from the background information, Paul used to be Saul, who was not a Christian at all. He actually, like, supervised or was the head of the first martyr, which means they, like, killed a Christian. And he, like, was not a Christian and was the opposite and was trying to stop God and Jesus and all that. But now, Paul literally goes around the world and makes church and writes these letters and um, continues to spread the word of God. So he knows what it feels like to be on both sides. He knows what it feels like before you're saved and how miserable he was. He was so miserable that he was trying to get rid of the people that were trying to help him get saved because that's just how broken he was. I feel like when we're broken, we try to get rid of the stuff that can make us happy because we feel like we don't deserve it because we're so broken. And that's kind of, I feel like, obviously we don't know exactly, but just from like inferring and like what I felt like, I just like that's what, or what Paul thought and felt like when he was still Saul, but then God saved him. And now he literally is so grateful for it that he continues to travel around the world and make churches and spread the gospel where places the gospel is not being spread. So he's just so eager for everyone to be saved because he knows what it feels like. And I think a lot of us listening probably have already been saved or are in the process of turning our lives over to God. And if you have already been saved and have already given your life over to God, I feel like why stop there? Why just focus on yourselves when we can help other people feel the way we are feeling? Because I think that's why I'm super passionate about it because I was in a super, super low place before I gave my life over to God and let him take over and lead my life. Um, I don't remember what episode exactly that I talked about it, um, but there is an episode 
where I talk about um, just kind of a very bad time in my life before I gave my life over to God. I'm trying to find it real quick. Okay, I don't know what one it is, but it's one of, um, oh, it's Romans 2. So if you haven't listened to Romans 2 yet, you haven't heard the story time about my freshman year. So I would highly suggest listening to that episode too, because that was my story of how my life was before like God was introduced into it. So this leads us into our like next thing that Paul tells us is listen to this little connection. I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but I just want to talk about this real quick because it that leads into each other. So Paul tells the people that if you confess with your mouth the Lord God, if you confess with your mouth the Lord God and believe in your in your here that God has raised him, you will be saved. So literally in that verse, I don't know where it says that. Oh, it's verse 9. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord God and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. He is literally telling the Israelites what they need to do to be saved. And they just keep denying him. And I don't understand that. They just keep denying everything that Paul is telling them. And um, they are convinced that they are already saved. They don't need to be saved. They're following the law. They're saved. They're good. Um, but that's not true, like we have learned. Um, Paul then goes on to tell us that this blessing is available to everyone. So everyone right now, you can be saved by God by literally confessing out loud that even you like even if you don't do it out loud just like pray to him right now and say that you want him to take over your life you want him to save you you want to be saved you want to have a relationship with him and then you are saved and that is amazing i literally did that i was at a christmas concert like at my church this group would come in and do like a christmas concert it was a really good um I, it was a long time ago, but in the Christmas concert, they did a prayer, like, towards the end, and, um, literally no one knows this story, so you guys are hearing it first, um, but they did a prayer, and they were saying, like, um, the guy who was praying was basically like, God, I know there's people out there who want to be saved, so save them right now, and then he was like, if you want to be saved, literally, we're, like, literally whisper like god you are my king or god i want you to be saved or something like that i did it and ever since then i have been my life has been like 10 times better it is amazing guys but there's this um so he tells us that the blessing is available to everyone so right now it is available to you listening and i cannot stress that enough um i want to show or i want to um I think something that we struggle a lot, I know I do, is that once we are saved and then we hit our first rough spot. I feel like it's so, 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 so good and then we hit a rough spot and that can be super hard and it can be really hard for us to keep preaching, especially when we are in that hard spot. But Paul tells us that we need to continue to preach because in order 
in order for some someone to preach they first need to hear and they need to believe and in order for them to believe they need to hear about the gospel and in order for them to hear about the gospel someone needs to be preaching it so it all leads back to that person preaching it someone preach it someone is preaching the word and spreading the word of god but in order for that person to be preaching they need to believe and for some in order for someone to believe they need to hear the word of god and in order for them to hear the word of god someone needs to be preaching so it's literally this whole line that that one person they are preaching right now because they have heard the word of god because someone else was preaching like guys that is crazy like you right now by either like sharing a bible verse on your instagram or even sharing this episode or sharing something with one person can make a huge difference i was watching a sermon the other day i can't remember when it was but um i'm pretty sure it was passion city and they were kind of talking about the same thing and they said that this um guy in the neighborhood or like their mailman or something he would put stickers on their mailboxes because it was like an apartment so it was like all the mailboxes were there and he'd hang something by the mailboxes saying like jesus is coming and just by him doing that he reaches so many people because imagine how many people live in an apartment building and then just putting like a little piece of paper by the mailboxes where everyone goes every day to check their mail because like you have to check your mail a note saying Jesus is coming. You're spreading the gospel to so many people that day by that simple action. Like, it doesn't have to be ridiculous. Like, you don't have to go to, on a out-of-the-country mission trip to spread the word of God. That's amazing, and it's amazing to do that every once in a while because you are making a huge difference, but sometimes the things that matter the most are what you do even in your house. Like, if you are super passionate about the the Bible and the gospel and a relationship with God, but you know someone in your family isn't, you can do so much just by, like, praying for them, inviting them to church. It's so easy now to invite people to church because most churches are still online. So, all you have to do is simply send them the link to the live stream and be like, hey, want to watch this church service with me it's so easy guys but when we hit those rough spots that is super hard to continue to um to continue to spread the gospel because we're going through a hard time and we not we might not be completely believing on or in what we're talking about and i think that's kind of when we need to slow down a little bit and it kind of refocus our attention to our relationship with God. And then once you fix that relationship and you're in a better spot, then continue to preach. Because it's very important. Your relationship needs to, it doesn't need to be strong, but you need to be in a good spot where you are truly believing what you are talking about before you can go talk to other people. So it is amazing to spread the gospel, but just make sure you are completely believing what you are talking about before you do it. 
Okay. I've been talking for a really long time. Um, I'm about to actually run out of time on this clip because where I record, you can only have 30 minutes and it's almost 20. So, um, I'm going to take a little break and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to pray us out. Okay, guys, I hope you got something out of this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. But before I let you go and be free to do whatever you're going to do the rest of the day, I just want to pray over you guys real quick. This is something I started a couple episodes ago because at the beginning of the season, I would go over the four questions that I put in the show notes, but I felt like I was just always um, repeating myself because I would always answer those questions in the actual like message. So I decided to pray um, you guys out because I felt like that was more meaningful than kind of repeating myself. So, would you all please pray with me? Hey, God, um, thank you for this amazing day and for bringing everyone here um, to hear me talk about your word and giving me the words to tell these people about you and how amazing it is when you save us and how great it is to help other people get saved and be a part of that experience. God, I just ask that if anyone here is hasn't given their life over to you but really feel like they need to, I just ask that you touch them right now and help them um, give their life over to you and be saved by you and start this amazing journey that I am on and a lot of other people are on. Um, God, I just ask that you be with everyone listening right now and you keep them healthy and safe and you show them that there is a plan for their their life and you have a plan and it's going to be amazing and to not waste the waiting um because there are times in our life where we are waiting but you are always working in us and you're always working in the world um god i just ask that you continue to work on the world and help us bring you back into this world because I feel like people have just gotten rid of you and it's not okay. So help us who do have a relationship with you, bring you back into the world and to touch other people who need you in their life. Um, God, I just thank you again for everything you do for us, not just for the material things, but for all the gifts and talents and treasures and experiences you give us. Um, in In this, I pray in your name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, If you want to continue the conversation, uh, you can leave a review on Apple Podcast, or you can comment on my most recent Instagram post. Or if you just want to have a one-on-one conversation, be free or feel free to DM me. Um, I would love to talk to you guys, and I will see you guys. Not see you. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Awesome. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, sharing this episode with a friend, and subscribing.